Hello, and welcome to an extra special bonus episode of Audio Raw. I'm Poppy Damon, and today I'm joined by Lauren Steele of drag collective PEX. Coming up. As my drag king alter ego, I feel somehow just more confident, more like I don't have to try so hard. Now, many of you would have heard of drag queens, but how many of you have heard of a drag king? Well, an amazing new troupe has been performing and running workshops all over the country. And here joining me is Lauren Steele. Hex is an all-female drag collective made up of about 10 women who dress up essentially in men's clothing and makeup and take on alter egos with kind of drag names. So I personally am thrust in Limber Snake, which is basically, as you might be able to tell, <laughs> Justin Timberlake. Um, the ego yeah we put on variety shows like in a kind of cabaret burlesque form that um includes kind of dancing comedy some sketches sometimes but you know comparing and also kind of tribute acts as well men who are idols to us in some way so yeah it's that is what pex is and what would you say are some of the the sort of good aspects that come out of that you know I know that PEX have done a lot of workshops where you've invited other people to I guess play with performing different genders perhaps to their to the one they normally do in, in everyday life do you think what, what, what sort of does that offer people or for yourselves what do you what do you like about it I like love dressing up obviously <laughs> and <laughs> performing we all our creatives and you know love love performing but I think what's special about pecs and drag is that it is playing with yeah gender performativity it's literally putting on another gender in a way by using drag and it genuinely does make you more aware of how you how you might perform as yourself every day in in your kind of the way that you present or perform your gender by t- taking on this alter ego taking on the physicality of um a drag a drag king and a man essentially and really exploring the nuances of what i guess like different kinds of performativity um, within different kind of male stereotypes or particular um narratives or particular uh you know tribute acts so i guess um during those workshops we invite um we invite you know members of the public to really try and explore their masculinity in a way and then try and try and work out you know what what does that entail to perform um being a man what does what is your physicality how does your physicality change what are your expressions like um is it different being sexy or trying to seduce the audience Mm -hmm. is it different the way that you walk or you you move or you hold yourself um and all of these things really do really are there like when we first um when the collective first got together and workshopped the all of these things the physicality the expression um, we did lots of uh, uh, kind of um, 
brainstorming around what kind what um what kind of male stereotypes exist and how they're different from each other, how that changes different physicalities, how you might hold yourself. And, and yeah, I really did do feel like a different kind of confidence or a kind of, a, a hmm. kind of like a liberation hmm. in some way too. As my like dragging alter ego, I feel somehow just more confident, more like I don't have to try so hard, <laughs> more... Yeah, one of the class, one of the, like the classic uh, traits that um, we'll say in rehearsal is like Lauren, stop making all like of your expressions so big. Like you don't need to. You just need to stare at the audience, <laughs> and it's kind of like all right, okay. <laughs> like actually, like it's actually quite small. Some gestures, or like there are like a lot of. Um, Sometimes you just really don't need to try that hard to like seduce the audience or to like get the message across. And again, that's because you're dressed as a man, it's not as hard. Or you mean just because you're thinking in that way, actually, for any person, it's not as big as you might think. It's just micro gestures. As, yeah, more like as a man to kind of take on the character. It like actually, you just don't need as much. If that makes sense, I don't mm. know. It's quite a weird one to explain, but less is more. Um, yeah, less is more exactly, and and again with like the physicality, moving around the stage. Like for some people in the collective, they really felt that it. Then they took that away with them in their kind of everyday life, like not in drag. Kind of walked a bit, you know, a bit differently with a different kind of stride or you know a bit more confident or took up a bit more space when they were like traveling around london or whatever and you know i think it's quite individual for some of the different drag kings but ultimately it is really interesting when running the workshops as well and you know members of the public going through that the same kind of realizations or um you know discoveries yeah and do you think yeah. one thing that I love about pecs and drag kicking is that for so long, obviously, man is seen as the norm. So it was almost something you couldn't send up because it was seen as the normative state of things. So when you actually use your observations and, and sort of send up male movements and gestures, it, it suddenly actually has an equalizing effect on different types of genders as they are because for so long drag being drag queen has been a been an art form but when you don't have drag kings to balance that out it feels almost as if you're saying only womanhood is is funny or can be acted out and and masculinity or or maleness can't i wonder how much you feel like it has that political element of actually sending up sometimes toxic masculinity like often what you're sending up is sort of over-sexualized men or or men being sort of arrogant and and those sort of qualities one might associate with it yeah definitely like i think we see it as definitely like a political act in a way to to um put on drag and uh, kind of often we're making a satire out of uh particular stereotypes or we are kind of mocking various the you know various expectations or assumptions that 
you know, particular male stereotypes kind of hold. And, and I think that that is interesting because it's at once entertaining and like pleasing and pleasurable to kind of what I think watch those stereotypes being played out. But at the same time, the drag part of it and knowing that it's a performance and it's not real, I think it just kind of highlights some of those some of those assumptions and expectations in a different way. Especially knowing that it's you know a very very queer <laughs> all female collective, and then suddenly being like, "Whoa, this is." Uh, you know what what does that say like what does that mean that's um and i think it can be quite uh confusing and throw up a lot of questions for audiences who maybe have don't know a lot about drag or maybe who haven't haven't been very involved in like the queer scenes in london often it really does feel like quite novel because drag as you say drag queens have have been around so much more and like a bit much more kind of present in like more mainstream TV or media. But and then it's so often we get questions like, Oh, I didn't even know dra drag kings were a thing. What is that? What, what does that mean? I think often it does, does throw up questions about people's sexuality as well as they watch the show. Because you mean you're attracted, you're, you're, that people are attracted to, people who are potentially women but dressed as men and therefore yeah. people feel confusing because they have sort of they're not sure they're sort of thinking i'm attracted to this behavior or action or person or what, what part of that am i attracted to that kind of thing yeah exactly and i think often like the androgyny like the fact that it is playing with that gender binary is attractive in itself and often i think the yeah the confusion of being like i can see both uh you know masculine and feminine have like present obviously sometimes it might be more obvious it might you might be interpreting or perceiving something as more masculine or more feminine depending on the act or depending on you know the particular drag king but it's really interesting <laughs> um the reactions that we get from like some like um straight men who are like oh i feel like i have like a man crush or <laughs> uh you know like straight, straight women who are who are kind of like oh whoa <laughs> feel quite overwhelmed <laughs> by by what they're seeing and not sure how to react and then so yeah it is like i think it's quite interesting um and powerful that really it's getting a, quite a strong audience yeah. reaction yeah definitely it's it's throwing up a lot of questions for people i think and um, if if someone's listening and they think you know what i really want to i want to start being a drag king or, or at least i want to play with uh, mostly our listeners are, are women um would you have any advice on sort of things you can do i mean did you watch a lot of footage of some of the acts that you imitate and and do you, can you workshop your physicality from that or you know what sort of things begin your journey into being a drag king yeah definitely we we kind of thought a lot about different um i guess like typical kind of male roles so uh at first and then we like thought of and then that kind of just like spiraled um 
and we eventually like thought different themes as well and the different roles within the different themes but at first it was like firefighter stripper (laughs) or and then back at different like decades um or like just try and like start somewhere and think okay what where uh, what kind of masculinity is this like how is that different to this other kind of uh masculinity that this boy band is like reading a little bit about drag and then start watching like loads of videos like i particularly watch a lot of the music videos for like boy bands or particular like because i do a lot of the choreography and i'm often like in the dancing um acts and that is just it's so interesting like watching it from the kind of analysis perspective of being like what is this kind of masculinity how does it differ to you know this other uh, this other kind of um masculinity in you know in in this movie or something so yeah start watching videos start like playing with makeup there are so many dragged like makeup drag tutorials on youtube and and then yeah just i think just also play around like in the mirror like look try and look at your physicality your expressions what what you might want to wear and and also you can come to apex workshop as well so we actually have one coming up at the camden people's theater which is called the gender agenda and it's basically a workshop with a couple of performance acts that just discusses how sex and uh, gender interact and the performativity of gender how that might change or how it might be different when you are having sex so mm. again like come to some of our workshops and i'll put like, a link i'll put a link have... in the episode description so our, so our listeners can can okay. come along is it in september great yes I'm afraid that's all we've got time for. I'm Poppy Damon, and this is Audio Raw.